All right, first question of the night. How much of coaching youth sports is about winning and how much is about, about development? If you could divide it into 100%, you have to delegate to each one. What would you say? Oh. Yeah, that's a great question. I, um, well, winning's important, right? Don't get me, don't get me wrong. Um, w- winning is, is very important, especially to parents and if you're going to build a program. Now, you're talking at a younger age when we were bringing up our boys. For me, a successful year is when I had kids that wanted to play the next year, Okay. right? Yep. At any level. When I was coaching in high school all the way to coaching with, with the high school here as a caveman, um, if I had a kid that wanted to come out and play day in and day out and come again the next day, that was a success for me. That means okay. I'm developing that, that kid not just in a sport, but to be a man and to see things through. And that's a tough thing to do these days. Uh, so that's, that took more precedent for me. But winnings, man, it's hard to beat winning. Right. Yeah. Right? Solves a lot of problems. It does. <clears throat> Solves a lot, Hides a lot of, problems. of problems. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, you know, but, but they're winning in, in all aspects of it, as I've learned. I think earlier in our coaching career, like when I think about like my first go at it, a lot of it was winning and and yeah there was always a development but as i think as i progressed a lot of it is going to be development because even when we don't win there are i think aspects of the game and in life for the boys that they do win at right uh, you, mm. we learn a lot losing we, we went through hard times we probably learned more losing yeah. than we did at winning and i think that's true in life yeah. really but you know i i remember distinctly a time uh, when we had the boys at a younger age and we had to f- play six games in one day mm. to get to the championship. And we ended up losing that championship. And I feel the boys grew in that time more than I can say in a lot of other times because they understood what it meant to put in the work, to overcome the adverse- adversity, right. and not really reach the goal that they had wanted, but the hard work and the drive and to see that they could compete at a different level was leaps and bounds a a life-changing moment for a lot of them yeah uh i can remember an instance we ran lubbock and i think we went i I think it was a a weekend an 0-3 weekend (laughs) and it was it was not pretty by any means right um and i remember going out to eat afterwards and the boys are in their table having a good time and as we left I was just I was irritated because I think at that time it was definitely more about winning. Mm. Um, you know, sure. you just wanted to have that feeling for the boys, um, and they haven't been they hadn't, at this time they hadn't won a whole lot. And I was talking to Jonas. I was like, dude, I don't understand why you're happy right now. Like, we just got our butts kicked. Sure. Like, you need to turn up. We got to figure this out. And I, he really put it in perspective that time. And I think things changed. It was like he's like, yeah, but he was like, while other kids were at home, you know, doing nothing. I got to come out and do what I like with right. my friends. We didn't do well, but we learned some things, and we got to go out to eat. And it was just like the little things mm. that they saw at that age. And I think that things really changed at that point. So when I moved into coaching Cruz team, I took a lot of that into this team. Sure. And I'll tell you what, I think has made us more successful at a younger age than our breaking bats. Tough years. Uh, just learning those things. Mm, yeah. yeah. So wait, was Jonas eight or was he 40 at that time with the wisdom? 
I'm telling you, man. He's he's uh, yeah. He was seven. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think I think we're we're at nine U tournaments. So he was eight. Eight. I got you. He was eight, and it was uh, it was humbling. Uh, I remember my wife just looking at me, going, "Ouch!" And I was like, "Okay, you know, <laughs> yeah. like things, you know, like I just we wanted them to win so bad because we were like the the second tier team around here at that time, and they were working really hard, mm. but. Once we figured out, you know, the development part of it and really focus on that, we just saw him, like, get up that hill really fast. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are here on the All Sports Best podcast. I'm Trey Gonzalez. Today we have Bruce Daughtry on over here um, with the gray shirt on. And then right over here we have Jeremy Molinar. Um, today's podcast is sponsored by the Lucky Bull Grill. Upstairs will be opening in the new year, so be on the lookout for that. Something we look forward to um, every time that the upstairs is open. It's going to be exciting. All right. So we're talking about youth sports. And one of the things that I really wanted to know, I think um, more than anything, and this is maybe a left out of the left field type of question, but um, maybe some humor in there. Uh, do you think viewership at the local level would skyrocket if sports betting was done on youth teams? <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Of I mean, like, wh what do you think that that landscape would look like? Would that be toxic? Oh, I think it could be toxic. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about some dangerous grounds because <laughs> you're, you're placing in the hands of adults who don't always make the best decision when it comes to betting. Um, right. the, the outcomes of youth kids and, and their games and who, who plays. And so you can start to see yeah. some of that manipulation mm -hmm. come forward. Listen, youth sports by itself can be toxic. We've True. all seen the videos. You add the element of money into it, then I think you have a high risk. Yeah, of I, I don't, I don't want to see that go down. I think there's our, I think travel ball has already turned this ugly corner where, like, <clears throat> the egos of coaches have taken over. And, you know, they want to mm -hmm. walk around with these, you know, look at me, look what I've nation, done. Yep. Uh, right. <clears throat> which we all know. It doesn't really matter, right? No. Until you get to high school and even further on. So <clears throat> I think there would be a lot of manipulation when it comes to sports betting. Would it be fun? Probably. Like, I think a tournament yeah. would be really fun to you go to. You would see some crowds. Like, yeah. You would see some sure. crowds. I, I, yeah. think, I think you would see more crowds. Absolutely. Yeah. I just think the risk is not worth it. Right. Yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting question. <laughs> well, we see it at the pro level. Then you yeah. see it at the college level. You know, well, hey, we have people not getting into the down. Hall of Fame because of betting and money. So That's let's true. you add youth into it. I mean, exactly. All right. So um, obviously a big question for tonight. Intense moments happen in youth sports always. Right. There's mm. things that happen with umpires, kids, parents, all the above. Coaches definitely take part in that. What's something that you remember that maybe will never leave you in terms of like a, a crazy story? So. I, I'll take this one. Go ahead. First, all right. Let's just, let me just tell you this. Me and Jesse were always the more calm ones when it came to the blues. Bruce was very chirpy, but Bruce had that <laughs> type of personality where he could be chirpy and really pick, pick, pick. And for some reason, never got in trouble. Never got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> if I say one word, it's like, you're gone. Step back. <laughs> Get out. Go to the dugout. So we learned that really quick. And Jesse's always, Jesse was always just, really like straight line mm -hmm. kept his composure but <clears throat> you remember when raymond valenzuela was helping us a little bit 
Oh man, yeah. do I ever. <laughs> Raymond, Raymond's one of those dudes. Oh, are you talking about the Hobbs incident? No, this is a Ridoso <laughs> incident. Okay. So Raymond's a guy like seriously, and, and I will tell you this, he wants every kid to do well. Yeah, he if does. his son's on team, even the other team, like if his son's on team, like he, he really wants everybody. He cares so about he, kids. Yeah, he's always happy, positive, you know, doesn't dwell on negatives. So for him to kind of get out a bit, things got crazy. So, mm-hmm. and we talk about, we used to play teams, I'm not going to say where they're from or, or anything, <laughs> but it was, it's funny because we would, we would get ready to go to this championship game. And it was against a team that we had battled with for a couple of years. And for the most part, they've got the better of us. But at this time, we were developing really well and we were really strong at the point. And I remember they walked by the kids and they're like, one of the kids asked, who are we playing? We're like, oh, we're playing those Mexicans over there. Mm. Which is funny because we talked about this. We have a few Mexicans on our team. Sure. We have kids. Most of our kids are half white, half Mexican. We have we had white kids, we had black kids. We yes, we did. We had every, we were probably the most diverse team out there. For sure. sure. So, and I think every kid took that uh, to heart. They did. And they were angry. And they were like, they're ready to get this game going. So, mm-hmm. it got a little intense when we're throwing at each other. Um, and it was a close game. And there was a, a point where... We had, I think Kieran was on second, Jonas was on short, and Kieran flicks it to short, and it's an easy double play. Yep, bang, bang. And this kid doesn't slide until he hits the bag, and this kid's wow. huge at the time. He's probably 5'9", Jonas is all of 4'7", mm. just takes him out. I mean, and we get, me and Bruce are like, we get it, it's baseball, we'll play hard back. And parents start erupting of oh, course and, and, and look then, when the parents start erupting it gets ugly quick oh man and then their parents are and then i just heard raymond raymond never says anything raymond just throws his hat down with many choice <laughs> words like sure that's bull right he slid too late if you do that again you and me now wow and the coach is like really he goes really and we're, and we're like oh man, oh, man. raymond's pissed <laughs> right like, and uh it was it was the best thing that happened because from that point on we put i think eight runs on the next inning wow and yeah then four more and they kind of lit a fire mm. it was it was on so we we're and you know the boys were high and we were on high and we did keep the uh the sportsmanship really that's the one thing we always tell them like even though we were like we wanted to be like f y'all <laughs> we got right, y'all right. we kept the ride but man that was intense i remember having to yell at orianne like Calm, Calm down. down. Yeah. Like, that's her baby. We're right. tell her parents. Baby. We yeah. have to tell parents quite a bit. Let us handle it. We'll Bruce take care of it. Bruce chirped the entire game. Again, <laughs> I will say that the entire game. And I didn't get in trouble? Never. Never. Because I knew where to keep it. Yeah. You know, try to keep it <laughs> professional. Right. As, so, a, as a former teacher, you kind of know those boundaries. Yeah, you try not to church, you know. Where the tipping points are. Sometimes it's hard because you want to take things personal. <laughs> you know, for, you pose a good question, some intense moments. And I've had several because, you know, I feel like I've been on the field my entire life, you know, all the way through college. And I can can remember benches clearing in high school. You're right at a high school game and Mm. umpires being thrown around and and things of that nature. Uh, But for me, uh, we we not only had Carlsbad kids on our team, we we had kids from other towns as well, specifically Artesia. 
Uh, and and this one kid, um, man, I, these boys were, all the boys were our boys, right? And we, oh. we fought tooth and nail for these boys. And we had two boys from Artesia. And this one is I'm talking about. I, I'm not talking about Cupcake, right? I'm, I'm, I'm actually right. talking about, you know, Mr. Cody. Cody. And, and Cody came over to us and, man, the kid can play ball. Hmm. He can play. But one time we went to Artesia and we were having a tournament. No, it was in Rio, so again, having a tournament. And a parent off the field, the game was over. We had won. We'd beat Artesia. Uh, and a parent came up and started yelling at this, at my player, at Cody. And the kid, and, man, I just... That I, I don't do well with that. I mean, you, you can yell at me all you want. Don't, don't yell it. Don't get in the play. These, these are just boys. They're out here doing what they love. Yeah. And that's probably the only time where I kind of came unglued and, and had to in, in, inserted myself back in that parent and her husband and told them not yeah. always nice ways. Cody's but parents weren't sure. there. Cody's parents weren't there. They were with us, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. we would do that a lot. We would take the oh, boys yeah. with us. I mean, we just wanted to go play. But, yeah. you know, that's one time off the field. On the field, I mean, it's baseball. Yeah. We're going to have some tense moments. Yeah, I remember that. I'm sitting on the truck, and I remember she specifically was telling Bruce, like, hey, I know him. And Bruce goes, I don't really care. He's right. with me right now. If yeah. you got a problem, you can talk to me. It was intense. And I was like, oh, man, like. Yeah. yeah, and I think, I mean, you know, we we definitely were like close with every one of those kids, and yeah, and that was a moment where it was like Papa Bear. Yeah. Sure. yeah, and 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 even to this day, you know, I I have no problem going on that field to this day, talking to every single one of those players. Oh yeah, just yeah. you know that relationship. I mean, yeah. you know, you get it. Yeah, I forgot about that incident. So when we talk about all these intense moments and stuff like that, uh, it's, it's specifically like the physicality that you talked about uh do you ever you know it's hard to say yes to this maybe but have you ever been a part of calling for you know a pitch inside absolutely specifically hitting somebody yes yes okay yes that look i'm a 90s kid i played (laughs) baseball then um and and i know a lot of people are going to really get irritated or maybe disagree with this but Mm. That's the way the game's played. You know that. And, and, and we don't do it. I, I don't think, I don't remember us saying to hit a kid. I don't, I don't remember, I do remember ever us saying, like, hey, yeah. let's brush them back. I've, we've done, sure, you okay. know, the brush yeah, back. Brush back. Get them uh, off to play a little bit. If they square out to bunt, you know, uh, throw in. In, in reality, we were just happy they threw a strike <laughs> at this point. I mean, they're just learning. Uh, um, we had a couple kids that could dice and. To, uh, to even think that they could. I mean, and these kids, they're just there kids. A, there was a kid. Yeah. It was in Phoenix. You remember that? He was chirping so much. Mm-mm. Oh, and Kieran had just, he was, he was so, he was pissed. Mm-hmm. And I do remember us saying, when he comes up, throw in on him, you know? And, uh, I mean, uh, he didn't hit him, but we didn't, but that's, that's just the game. I mean, right. we, we expect that to happen to us. You're not, say, you're not asking for helmets. No. No, okay. no, 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 no. It <laughs> no. was more like, a, hey, we know what you're doing. Let's cut it. Yeah, and I don't, so. I don't remember, to my knowledge, ever asking a kid to really hit someone. Um, get them off the plate? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'll set up in, with that. We'll have the catcher set up inside, but not like three foot inside. Right. I'll tell you this. As I've gotten a little bit older, I've definitely gotten softer. Hmm. And I don't. And on cruise team now, I've we haven't done that once. Um, 
Yeah, that's a different perspective, like from 10 years ago. Sure. For sure. Yeah. But does it happen? Yeah, I've seen it happen. Oh, yeah. You know, I remember one time in Albuquerque. So the, I don't know if you're aware of, we were playing a U-Triple-S game, and uh, excuse me, U-Triple-S-A game, and you have to score so many points within so many innings to save pitchers. Right, and we, we were beating this team, and we were definitely going to win, but we needed like three more runs in order to end the game. And I remember distinctly a coach across yelling at us, saying, if that's how you want to play, the next person up's getting hit. And I'm thinking, mm. man, so I, I know it happens. Yeah. Did they do that? They didn't do it. But, you know, of course, we hauled her back. We're just trying to get out of this game, save our pitcher's arm, right, because yeah. it's all about runs and pitcher's arms. And Listen, Jonas is uh, – I would say like three or four times uh, when we would play some of these bigger tournaments, um, is when I was, he would go play with eight. Mm-hmm. So a lot of kids knew him. They he got hit purposely three times. Really? Yeah, and I mean he was the first time he was really like sort of heartbroken that they would do that to him because he's such a he was like just kind of a not I don't want to say soft kid, but just like he just couldn't believe that happens. But you know we just told him like that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna have to get to first base and find a way around. And you learn to teach him how to take it as a compliment. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's happened to us, but yeah, we'll brush them in for sure. Sure. All right. So just youth sports as a whole right now, uh, declining for boys in terms of participation. uh, And it is increasing for girls. Where would you point that to specifically if you have any, anything in mind? Well, I mean, if you're talking youth sports as a whole, all across all sports, football, baseball, everything, I mean, I, I think a, a lot of it, we know, we know football is declining. Mm-hmm. We, we, we know that. We see the evidence. We can, we can look at the research. I think a lot of that is the, you know, the, the aspect of getting hurt, right? Um, I, I think you see a lot more specialization nowadays, right, within youth, even within youth sports. Back, yeah. back in the day when we were growing up, man, we played everything because we a, wanted to get out of the house, right? So we'd play football, basketball, baseball. We would do everything. And now you see a lot more specialization within youth sports. And, and I get that. That makes a lot of sense. I know, I know that we really encouraged our boys to play everything. That, yeah. I mean, we, they, they played flag football. You know, they, they did the basketball. They did the boys and girls club. They did all those things. I think that's part of it. I think another part of it, with that specialization, and this is, this is a good and this is a bad thing, you can talk about, let's talk about baseball specifically. It's, it's really become an affluent sport. Like you, you've got to have some money, yeah, you spend money if you're going to play travel baseball. I, I wish that wasn't the case. When I was growing up, everybody played Little League because it was yeah. cheap and you didn't have to pay a whole lot, if at all. Right. And, and now it's not that way. I mean, you're talking parents dropping anywhere from ten dollars to $20,000 a year, if not yeah. more, wow. to play travel baseball. And some people can't do that. I mean, right. they're just, they, they're, they can't do it. They're unable to. Right. I think that's part of it. Um, while there's an increase in girls, man, I can't tell you. I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, girls are starting to be more empowered. And I think that's a great thing. Hmm. Great thing uh, that, that, man, we have some great female athletes that are great role models. And girls are, sh- they, they know, hey, man, I can do anything. And that's a powerful saying for, for our ladies, and I'm, sure. I'm happy about that. I think a lot of it is our boys don't always get that same message, hmm. you know, because they've been told that forever, millennia, but now we start to concentrate that message to the girls, and we should. 
maybe we should also concentrate that message to the boys. Hmm. You can do anything. Okay. I mean, I think the dollar sign definitely is a, a big deal. It's it is expensive. Um, I think uh, most parents will find a way. I I do. I I'll go back to baseball specifically. What we've seen is like one of the issues with um, <clears throat> you know like select teams. How we do now is if you don't feel like, and I'm and I'm just gonna I'm gonna say it. You you know my kids my kids got to be at shortstop batting one hole. If he's not, I'm gonna go start my team. And then you start seeing these teams that they just consistently water down because mm-hmm. there's very little talent that just starts spreading and spreading and spreading. And then I think teams or, fall or the off. team hopping right. right? And then the you don't see those kids yeah. develop and, and go to the next level or continue playing. Okay. Yeah. See. Well. And so that was actually why I was gonna play devil's advocate on this one because to me it's almost. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I'm not involved in this right now. But to me, it's almost better when there's more teams, right, uh, at the local level so that the kids that aren't very uh, good absolutely. Get, the de- get the development. I looked it up. It said $3,700 per kid is about the average of what you have to spend minimum, right, yeah, if you're going real absolutely. super local. Hey, that's on the you're, you're talking going, about travel select. That's travel on the select. cheap end. Yeah, you're I, talking I about you. like we're going two, three hours max, and we're going maybe twice a month. But that's not really a reality, from what I understand, right? In Carlsbad, it's like you're almost gone every weekend. Some teams in a, some in a teams, lot of parts yeah, of the year. We, yeah, so, some teams. I mean, we 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 don't do that. Uh, we I would say we average like once a month, right? Every now and then we'd sneak into a month if it was something we wanted to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, I. I mean, I, I'm going to say $3,700 is getting in, right? That's okay. That's splitting your team fees for tournaments. That's insurance, uh, uniforms, hats. That's not including what yeah, you're. Like you got to add all the rest. Of skipping back, some tournaments, even no, no, the hotels, the hotel, food. Yeah, driving. Teams don't that. pay for that. Parents yeah. pay for that. That's right. So um, when you add yeah, all that in, I, it I can think add Bruce up quick. Right. You're probably looking, depending on. I bet the average is about seven to ten k a year yeah. that you spend on on travel ball. Sure. Uh, which is not counting the equipment, you know, the $350 bat and, Mm -hmm. you know, the $500 glove and man, if your son's a catcher, you might as well just take out an extra, you know, loan on your house. Yeah. So, I mean, it's expensive. That's definitely a reason for the decline that we talked about, but, um, yes, more teams. Great. However, I think it gets to the point where the talent, like I said, it just spreads so thin that they stop playing so you, you we see that happen where they don't see success so they're like you know what? right and, and and if you're a parent it does become really difficult to continue to play and pay okay well i'm going to dedicate ten twelve thousand dollars this year when you're a team that's below 500 right that's tough i mean tough. yeah you want you you, you got to go through some growing pains we all know that you want to develop but I mean, if this is like three years in a row, I would but, have a hard time yeah. with that. Uh, but, I, but I'm going to throw this on you. I'm talking about Carlsbad specific, and I'm sure a lot of towns are the same way. We knew at an early age, which is why we did what we did and started a select team, that if any of those boys wanted a chance to actually play caveman baseball, because it's tough to be a caveman baseball player, mm. that they needed as much experience as humanly possible I that agree. we could give them. Yeah to give them a shot, to give them a chance. And I guarantee you right now, you go pull the, the Carlsbad caveman practice squad or whoever's out there, 
I would say at least 90%, if not more of them, have played on a travel select team right. at least once, if not mm-hmm. most Absolutely. of their yeah, I, 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 I guarantee you the starting varsity team over the past maybe six years played consistent Absolutely. travel ball, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. definitely. But then the other side of that is, and this is on parents, the burnout. Yes. Right? I mean, are why would we, you? Why would you say it's on parents? Well, because at the end of the day, it's the parents' decision whether that kid plays baseball their entire life and get to high school and they still want to play or not. Are they burned out? Did, did we did, do did irreparable do harm? Did we do too much? And they learned to hate the sport that they grew up loving. Hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you from personal experience, um, learning a lot from Jonas to crew. Jonas played a lot. And there were times that we would be like, he would get a call, like, hey, can he come up and play? And, you know, right away we're thinking, no, like, we're good. And then he's like, well, I kind of want to play. And so it's like, all right, let's go play. And then it became to the point where I was like, hey, I think you should play. I think you should stay consistent. You're hot, blah, blah, blah. And I knew in the back of my mind that there needed to be a period where it was like, stop. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Let's mm-hmm. let's not do this for a month or two. Let's do something else. But being young, like like I was, and then Jonas with all the success he, success he was having, it was like we did push him a little bit, and we did get to a point where I think there was like a a year that was a little bit dark for him and us because he definitely he didn't find the, he he lost a little bit of the love. He was a late grower, you know that, right. and so everybody else had kind of grown. So he was, he had those things that were happening, and the main part of that was we just pushed him so hard, and we shouldn't have. So now, like, we, you know, we don't do that. So yes, that there is a lot of burnout. We half of, I would say now about thirty percent of our kids didn't continue playing because. Yeah, they're still doing other sports, yeah. you know. You so, you, to, so you point to burnout as being, like, parents saying you, you need to go out and play. Absolutely. As yeah. opposed to do you want to play. Choose. Yeah, right. Gotcha. That, that's why it's important to encourage play multiple sports, man. Right. Take a break. Take a break. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I mean, we made, a, we made a, a very conscious decision to take, you know, we took months off at a time with our kids just on purpose. We would take we would. the winter months, and then we would typically take the summer months because we wanted them to play Little League, too. Hey, go play Little League. Go. Right. It, it doesn't always have to be this go out and let's do a tournament and play yeah. you know, six games in a weekend. Let's, let's go play Little League, and we take a break. Yeah, some of my, uh, my parents on my younger team, well, I say younger, but like Cruz team, a lot of them are first-time parents, so <laughs> I, I, I see where they're at, but... Last year when we played Little League, I was like, okay, we'll shut down travel until everything's done, and then we'll even shut it down after that. And I know there were some parents that were probably like, mm, I think we should play on the weekends, but that's a tall order for young kids right. who are pitching on Tuesday or Thursday, and then you want to take them on a weekend, and, and that team's very competitive. We're going to play four or five games. Yeah. And then they're you practicing sometimes more. twice a day because they're going to practice with their mm-hmm. league team. And their travel team. It's and just, it's just, too much. It's too much. It's too much. And I learned that. I learned that the hard way with Jonas. It's like, mm. it's just like, Jesus, we're all we're doing is baseball, right. you know? And so, yeah. And, and it's one of those things, it's like, it's very easy to just be like, 
do you want to play baseball this weekend? And he knows in my eyes <laughs> yeah. that he's like, There's a tone I there. should say yes. Right. Right. I mean, and they want to say yes because they want to make you know pe- their parents happy. Yeah, they want to make you coaches happy, all that. So yeah. that's like one thing that I would tell parents: like, give them a break. Like they got to, you know, we're just dumping all this on them all the time. And then the, I think the competitiveness sort of kind of dwindles because it becomes a job, not mm-hmm. like a passion. True. So yeah. Why are local leagues not cutting it anymore? Because I've seen that there's still all-stars, so it's very limited. But it, we went from three Parent. leagues to one, right? Parent parti- participation. That's, That's what one. it is. That's mm. a big one. When I was a kid, I felt like there was more of it, right? There's three leagues, American, Shorthorn, National. Right. And there was a lot of competitive baseball at that time. I know there was when you. I went and watched you guys play. When we moved back, I went and watched you play Little League you guys were living across the street and i remember and it was still kind of the same you guys thanks were playing for going that thanks for going yeah for sure <laughs> Sorry about that. but i think a lot of parents don't want to deal with it and I, and I understand it too like bruce you bruce is a principal he's a coach you can understand that like i don't want to deal with the other parents and so it's easy just to be like i'm not doing that so one league's gone and then right. the next league's gone and and I and I will tell you this: the reason locally you start you're seeing that suffer, is because these other sanctions like U Trip, Perfect Game, and so on, it is more competitive, which can be more fun. Hundred percent, I do believe that. <clears throat> and I say this term lightly: it's more like real baseball, you know, leads, pickoffs, mm-hmm. um, stealing, you know, things right, like that. Yeah. So I think for I'll tell you this. I think Kyler and Jonas and I'll put Gordo and all those kids, they, they felt that like it was much more fun playing on U Trip than it was Little League for them. And I think Little League was just like about having kind of just going out there and having a good time, right? It, it was for them. Um, you know, you, you hit on a, a good point about the competitiveness of, of each league. Um, most kids that are playing travel, select, U Trip, whatever, whatever they decide to play on that weekend. Um, those kids are practicing every day. It's just, it's just a different caliber of player, yeah, no matter sure. what age. Um, and and I love Little League. I grew up Little League, but you could see the difference right away. I mean, it was almost to that point where you would you could see a kid regress in doing Little League. Oh, for sure. Than, than if they just would have stayed with you, you mm. trip or whatever you were doing. And so I think a lot of parents saw that. I mean, you would even have parents in the stand say things like, well, you know, they loaded their team because they're all travel players. Well, that's not necessarily the case. They just happen to be travel players and they would just kind of, you know, get all upset about it. And, and, and I get that, that makes sense, but it still comes down to what I said at first. Um, it was a money issue. And if you have the money, then unfortunately, you're maybe not unfortunately, but fortunately, your kids got more opportunities to improve their skill. And if you right. didn't, they didn't. And then that's a hard that's a hard pill to swallow. But that's the truth. Yeah. Right. And sure. it's not just baseball. that's that way. I mean, you got travel soccer, travel basketball. I mean, you've got your your travel football program. Oh, yeah, They're yeah, starting up. I mean, it's big. starting yeah. everywhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, you want to see the demise of local leagues. And that's it. That's it. Do you think that maybe if we were to implement new rules to Little League, say, let's scrap Little League at the local level, we're just going to go straight into, you know, 
like junior league rules or UAAA rules that that could survive in Carlsbad? Uh, well, I, in I'll, any I'll tell you this. Last year they did change a couple of rules. Um, one of the things that I think uh, a lot of parents do like, you know, U-Trip or, or whatever, you know, is because you can bat – 10, 11 kids. Okay, yeah. So everybody's getting reps, right? And that, which is, that was the whole point of travel ball, right? To go get additional reps. Mm-hmm. So you don't little, want to pay and little, just come up empty. Right. Yeah. So Little League did change that this year when we were playing All Stars. You could, we could bat all 12. Mm-hmm. And substitutions were free, which on a coaching standpoint, it's, it's so nice when you're doing youth baseball um, because, you know, you could just be like, hey, you plug here, next inning you're going there. And for us, it was a really cool thing, too, because it's like, hey, go play this base this time, but then you're going to go to right field on the next one, things like that. Sure. We did that a little bit. Um, I think I do that more on cruise team now, but they did change that. And I, I remember I was coaching with uh, Keith and Eddie, and, and we were like, wow, that's, that's kind of nice. Yeah. You know? um, will they progress anymore? I think so. I, I think they have to, I think right? they have to. I mean, Little League's got that whole, you know, the essence of American baseball, you know, for kids, right? However, I think they also know that things are getting taken over. Right, things are kind of on their way out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, so touchy subject maybe. Mm. Should transgender athletes be required to play sports that conform with their birth gender? What do you think? Because I don't know if you guys have seen it in yes. your leagues and yes, stuff. I have. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I do. I, I do. Um, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm sure, you know, I'm going to set you, you're going to set everybody, but, uh, you know, generally men are stronger. Um, and that's just the case. And it's, you, you put LeBron in the, in, in the WNBA. Okay. Yeah. Uh, come on. It's, it, it's unfair. Well, right? you could, and you could even argue whoever the worst player is in the NBA. I think you could to put him. Yeah. And and are there phenomenal female athletes? Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. I love watching like like I, I it may be embarrassing, but I love watching women's golf. I love watching softball. Softball is <laughs> the thing that I just discovered lately. It's awesome, isn't it? Holy crap! Is, is it awesome. awesome? That's the first thing. It's I, a totally the first different thing I've game. Ever coached was softball. And but I'm sorry. Like Jonas is what six two now, like one hundred and eighty. Put him on that softball field. Holy, it's. I don't know. He may not well, be able to hit it. Won't. Yeah, the, the yeah field's the, so small. I think even if once he you get the over, ball, it goes over. <laughs> you foul tip it, and it's gonna find its way. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. <clears throat> Crew plays in that size of field. He's twelve years old, and he's a small twelve year old. I think he gets. We have kids on our team. We I think we have six kids on our team that hit home runs on a regular basis, and they're twelve. I, I don't know, man. I just I don't I don't yeah. want to upset any ladies or anything like that. But no, you know, for me, it just, it's um, can't. yeah. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not here to get political or anything like that. I just uh, I am all for people who want to identify a certain way. That, that's okay. That's their life. That's their business. That's great. Oh yeah. That's right. right. Um, and that that's amazing that they have the 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 willpower and the courage to. To, to do those sort of things but on the same with the same breath i'm gonna say women have fought so hard for to be recognized for the great things that they've done and when you have 
like a, for instance, I don't know if you read about the swimmer lately. Yeah, swimmer, right. Yeah. I think Lee right. uh, came something. in and just yeah. annihilated records, mm -hmm. and 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 really took something away from a young lady. At least in my opinion. So take that for what it means. Took something away from a young lady that probably worked her entire life to achieve yeah, a certain goal. Yeah, that, that just doesn't sit well with me. Um, the best part about all that is I'm in no place to to judge or or decide what's right and what's fair. Right. Um, but I just I had, it's a hard pill for me to swallow that yeah. people have worked so hard in their entire lives. You, you, right. you want to identify yourself as a tree? Be a tree. Own it. Yep. Whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. I could care less. But you got to go play with the men. Right. You know, you know what I mean? I was having yeah. a conversation with one of our soccer girls. Um, you know. I work at the high school and man, that's a great thing and I love it. And I get to have conversation with our athletes, all of our students. And there was a group of soccer girls at, at lunch one day and I was like, hey, what happened this year? And they're like, well, it was a tough year. You know, they were talking about it. I was like, y'all look pretty good. I mean, I, you know, I had high hopes. I'm like, so a couple of years ago, man, you guys were great. I was like, I was like, I think y'all could have taken the guys. It's like, no, we played the guys, and the guys didn't have a good record that no, year. I mean, it was good. bad, mm -hmm. and the guys came out and just annihilated right. them. They said, no, they beat us bad, you know. And in my mind, it kind of relates back to your question. I'm thinking, yeah. it's just a different caliber. I mean, it's just we can't we can't overlook the genetics. Are there some female athletes out there? that scare me, Psh, you're kidding, heck yeah, I wouldn't want to face them in any sport because they're going to make me look oh, silly. Oh, for sure. Right, for sure. but yeah, um, absolutely. it's just, you know, it's just, it's just a different, when you're talking about genetics and kind of what that goes into. Yeah. Now, I just wanted to see how you guys tippy-toed around that one. I'm how just kidding. Do, no, do you feel like no. I tippy-toed? <laughs> no, no, okay. you guys went at it. I, yeah, I appreciate I it. I tippy-toed um, a little bit. No, not to be political at all. I just wanted to hear from a coaching standpoint, you know, you see how hard your players work if you flop you know flipped it over right. you have a daughter you know yeah. if and i know your daughter ran track and she loves right? it right so if somebody came and was like you know what i'm gonna you know warm up before the race it would make and her i'll mad. beat her already yeah without now, even having to train i'll her. say this with the same breath uh, i would gladly coach the caveman uh, uh softball girls um, but let's have the baseball players all come play Did for you me say instead the caveman softball the cave, girls? cave girls cave women <laughs> <laughs> You threw me off with your question, but no, I get all the baseball players to come play softball. We'll win state easy. <laughs> right, exactly. That's <laughs> the that's the next move, right? Um, all right. Uh, <clears throat> one of the things that I talked about with um, a physical therapist that I've been seeing mm -hmm. was um, caffeinating. How much people are, or kids are using uh, caffeination? Am I saying that right? Uh, Cokes. Uh, the monsters, you know, pills, Bulls, energy yeah. drinks, all of the above. It's not regulated, so you can't go. Oh well, you know, I have to be 18. Let me show you my ID. You can just have it at any point. Do you guys see that at the youth level? Just energy drinks before games. You know, overdoing it. Coffee, maybe. Well, I did in high school. Okay. Oh, when I when I was, I mean, we were there together. I mean, but you know, I I had the the JV and the C team programs, and I was I was out there by myself, you know, with those thirty plus kids. Yeah, I don't know how you did that. And um, every day, <laughs> yeah, every day before practice, every day before games, no matter how much I lectured, no matter how much I said, nope, you can't bring that stuff, you can't do that. They would just pull the monsters out of their bags, and they would just they would just down it and go. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, I didn't see it as much when the kids were younger, but the older they got, the more you saw that. So yeah, I think yeah. it uh, potentially could be a problem because 
it's, it's not healthy. No. I mean, we encourage kids to just water, at the very least sports drink, but right. water, and they're just, you know, they're trying to get that little extra kick because they know they got, you know, a four-hour practice ahead of them. I think it was yeah. not last summer, but the summer before. Remember when we were taking the came in to go play the summer program? Mm-hmm. We are in Roswell, and I had my Yeti, and I was like, I'll just throw waters in there. And I remember uh, I think Jay called, and he was like, hey, bring a couple of Red Bulls. Yeah, it's fine. So I went and got, like, went to the store, bought some Red Bulls, threw the ice, uh, the ice bucket in there, and they didn't drink any water. Really? But they drank all the Red Bulls. Yeah. And I was like, it, that was an eye-opener because they, they weren't doing that when they are young. No, they weren't. It, wasn't, it was more Gatorade or water. So the next day I did just take water. I was like, and, and everybody's like, where's the Red, where's Red Bull? Right. Like, you know, I was like, ah, you know, I don't want to be the guy who's just <laughs> right. giving everybody Red Bull. They were sold out. But, yeah, <laughs> they, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right. I got a text message today. Uh, Jay had to go run the loop. Can you bring me and Tanner a Red Bull? One, I couldn't, but I wasn't going to anyway. Like, right. I don't think you need a red <laughs> Right before you run? That Probably not the like worst idea. thing to drink. It's pretty rough running. on your heart. Yeah. 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 And I will, <laughs> hey, oh, God, let me tell you this experience. So I remember we were, at, we were at La Tienda. There was those, I don't know what energy drinks, but they had, like, it was some flavored candy. And I told Orianne, I was like, oh, I'm just going to buy those just to try them. I don't even drink energy drinks. Of course, never drank it threw it in the back of the fridge and uh i'm like driving up home me and orianne and jonas is like hey something's wrong with crew like he, really he can't breathe his heart seems hard and he's yep. like in tears wow. and I, he's like ah. like he's like having a hard time breathing I'm like what the fuck is going on right. and then i felt his heartbeat and i'm telling you it's like and then we figured out Jonas like, yeah, he took one of those uh, energy drinks in the back. I'm like, why? Was it like, the, uh, the whole thing? Like, was it the Sour Patch Kids Sour ones? Sour Patch Kids, that's oh what it was. Oh, my gosh. Chugged the whole thing. We had to go to the emergency. Uh, what they had to do to get him to release all that, yeah. He hasn't really asked for energy drinks since. <laughs> I believe it. But we kind of make fun it. of him now, like, hey, you yeah. want a Red Bull? He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. But he, he does tell me, he goes, it looks good, but I'm not yeah. going to go there. I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily a, a problem, mm. but it can be healthy. And, and the kids obviously feel like it gives them some sort of advantage or they wouldn't keep doing it. It's sure. always something, right. though, right? Yeah. I think I mean, it's always going to be something. Back in our day, it was, to. what, like creatine? Right, I, mean, I don't know. When I was in college, like, which creatine is, isn't bad, no, right? Not as bad. long as you long take as care you of yourself, take care of yourself, right? right and yeah. it's kind of yeah, kind of with all things. Very careful. You monitor that. Mm-hmm. Is what I've been told. Right. Uh, we've had that conversation yeah. too. But I'll, I look. I'll never say no to protein. <clears throat> Psh, protein up. Help heal those muscles. Love it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I've seen it culturally and like socially. You see people shotgunning, you know, energy drinks yeah. in the dugout and. Yeah. I saw it a few times at the big league level or minor league college, whatever, yep. where you'd see it on TikTok. They hit the bottom of their cleat and they chug the, the yep. energy drink. And so a kid that's 10 years old thinks that guy is the best player I've ever seen. I'm going to do what he does. Um, it's probably what I true. Did. I now listen, I, yeah, I'm a little bit older than you. So back in my day, it was, hey, we're going to get some red man. We're going to wrap our bubble gum around it mm-hmm. and we're going to go to town because right. that's what, because that gave us the advantage because that was, you know, your nicotine, mm-hmm. your, you know, rush. How early do you guys see that tobacco? You know, I don't, I didn't see it hardly at all in high school. Matter of fact, I didn't see it at all when I was coaching in high school. Mm, yeah. Then I was it there. It's just probably. not as cool anymore. I, as cool yeah, as I, I feel, feel like, like that's something that just kind of fell off. 
when I was in high school, I mean, yeah. You weren't on the team. You weren't on the team unless <laughs> you were doing that, right? Yeah. Um, which is funny because all the guys that are my age that coach now or whatever, still, you know. You're still doing it. But I don't – I feel like that kind of fell off. I think so as well. I don't remember – I don't know anybody who does. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they hide it well. Right. Well, now yeah. you've got the, yeah. you know, the vape pins and things like that. Right. But that that's is that something issue. you guys see even at the youth level? Yeah, I mean, we 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 knew a few. Like yeah. it was nothing that we ever dealt with. Or you didn't see it at the field, really. No, no but I know, did. We, knew, we did have a player that had struggled with some vape pens specifically, and yeah. you know, mm. we we did everything in our power to talk to that mother and that kiddo, and we did everything to help him out. You know, honestly, it's probably the one that sits on me pretty pretty heavy is this young man because man, he had some talent. God. Freaking like pound mm. for pound, just talent, right? And he just kind of fell off the face of the earth. I mean, I don't even see him at the high school anymore. Yeah. And wow. just it breaks my heart to think of that, that, you know, there, obviously there's other things involved, but, I mean. I remember how, how, that, how we discovered him. It was like we were, we, we got called about trying out another kid, and he came along with them. <laughs> yeah. You As know, a friend, we, we were like, "Is this a package deal?" Because we really like this, kid. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah. this one not so much. Yeah, this one, but we really like this one, you know. And right. yeah. he was a stud, man. Mm. He's so good. So, but yeah, that's man. the only, but only time I ever remember yeah. dealing with it at a young age. True. Yeah. At an older age, I don't, I don't remember dealing with it at all. Hmm. At all, not yeah. not even a little bit. Wow. Yeah, I guess we're fortunate that kind of fell off, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, guys, thank you for joining. Appreciate you for talking on. We talked on everything, right? Youth sports, the some of the problems going on, just in sports in general and stuff like that. Um, but I appreciate you guys for joining. Awesome. So, Coach Daughtry, Coach Molinar, uh, appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you. you having us out. Yeah, it was, keep it was the awesome. content up. I like it. 